It is indeed, and welcome to it. It is Skulls here and Lior Sanfiru back for another uh, kick at the can. Maybe questions about your current job situation. You're getting a little uh, static from the old boss. Maybe he's doing things he shouldn't do. Maybe you're thinking that a severance offer is going to be passed along sometime soon and you want some uh, details on how to handle that. All those and many more topics you can think of under the employment law sphere. We're going to get to a lot of email on the show uh, this evening. In fact, that's what we're going straight through in between your phone calls. You can send one along anytime, uh, either within the show or outside. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And to reach Leor and his team, anytime, one 855 821 5900. That's the number you want to keep with you. So let's get into it, shall we? What do you got going on for the case of the day, pal? John, John, John. You'd be mm-hmm. surprised, I think, shocked probably to learn that I've spent all day today dealing with employment law issues. <laughs> spent all day today answering questions, providing guidance, help, and support to people that have workplace issues. And I want to continue that for the next 30 minutes. I want to answer your questions about employment law, your job, your job security. And the rights that you have in that very important place, that is the workplace. So if you've always wanted to know, there's no bad questions. There's no silly questions. There's only answers that provide solutions. So let's talk about your workplace rights. And of course, you can continue that discussion if you want with me off air by phone or through email. And we'll give you that contact information several times before we're uh, done today. But I always like to start with the case of the day, a situation that I dealt with today. Well, earlier today, this morning, I actually spoke with a super, super nice lady, very nice, kind lady. She has worked for over 18 years with the same family doctor. In fact, there are three employees that have all worked with the same family doctor for quite a few years. Well, they just were told by this uh, family doctor that he's retiring in a few months. And as a result of that, the clinic is going to be shut down and they're all going to be, the three employees are going to be out of a job. Well, uh, this lady and her colleagues uh, asked the, the family doctor, their employer, well, what about severance? You mm-hmm. know, we owed severance. So he said, okay, well, interesting question. Let me look into that. Apparently, he went back, looked into it, talked to his accountant and came back and said, no, no, I looked into this because this is a small workplace with only three employees. No severance is over. I don't have to pay any severance. So uh, you're gonna, you guys are going to be done in a few months when I close down the clinic, and that's all that I owe you. Well, this lady had heard our show before a couple of times, knew that this wasn't right, or at least suspected that it wasn't right, and she called me, and her question really was simple. This is a small employer, only three employees. I've been there for a bunch of years. Do I get severance if I lose my job? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer, I hope our regular listeners know what that answer is. And the answer is you, of course, get severance. You get the same amount of severance whether you work for a company with three employees or 3,000 employees. The size of the company or the size of the company's payroll does not matter, does not, does not impact the amount of severance that you have, your legal entitlements. So this doctor, unfortunately, not because he was you know, being bad or anything like that, uh, got the wrong information. There's a lot of misconceptions and, and even confusion out there. And a lot of these small businesses consult with their accountants. Again, an account can't really give you legal advice. They can give right. you accounting advice. Uh, and he got the wrong information. He believed that because he's a small uh, business or a small employer, he doesn't have to pay severance. Wrong. Not only does he have to pay severance, John, these employees, because they've been there for many years, 
I wrote anywhere from 18 to 24 months of severance, up to two years of severance, long service employees. So she knows that now I'm going to help her and all I'm going to do, because I don't think this is a bad employer, I'm going to send an employer some information. I'm going to let her employer know exactly what she's owed and we're going to get this resolved. But this exact issue here happens all the time. Employers get this wrong. Employees get confused about it. So let's be very, very clear. Whether you work for a small company or a big company does not matter. You are owed severance. Your severance is based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment. So even if you are the only employee, if you lose your job, yes, you absolutely can be owed as much as 24 months severance. Uh, happens often, John. We talked about yeah. this before on the show with, with mm -hmm. doctors, whether it's dentists, doctors, chiropractors, not because they're trying to hurt their employees far from it. They just don't necessarily have the proper advice. Well, if you're listening right now, whether you're an employer or an employee, you know better. And of course, any questions, call us right now on the show. Let's get in a quick email before our first break. Jordan says, hey, guys, love the show. My wife and I work for the same place. I was let go for cause because of something that my wife did. Had nothing to do with me. Is that legal? You know, it's interesting. I've actually, you know, it sounds like a kind of a unique scenario, but I've dealt with this type of scenario quite a few times over the years. Husband and wife both work for the same company and something happens with one employee and the employer takes it out on the other. So, no, let's be clear. Regardless of the reason or, or the circumstances with the wife, the employer can't use that as grounds to fire the husband for cause. Now, if the employer wants the husband gone, they can pay him severance and terminate employment without cause. But let's say the wife did something bad. She committed some sort of a workplace misconduct. She hurt the employer. That's between her and the employer. That cannot be taken out on the husband by association somehow. So if he's let go for cause and he didn't do anything, that's a wrongful dismissal. Same with you at home. Unless you did something to hurt your employer, something really, really bad, you cannot be let go for cause. And with that, we'll get into that first break. The Employment Law Show continues. Hang on. Matthew is up next with an email that says, Guys, was let go last week and offered a severance package. My employers say that until I accept, he won't pay me the commissions owing to me for the deals that I closed. I don't want to accept the severance offer, but I can't afford to live if they don't give me these commissions. Lior, what can I do? Well, that, that's completely and utterly illegal. I mean, it can be almost considered kind of as extortion, blackmail, whatever you want to call it. And that mm. You can't be told that you're not gonna, I'm not going to pay you money that I owe you, money that you've earned, unless you sign the severance package. One has nothing to do with the other. That's completely illegal. I mean, something like that, a court would come down so, so hard on the employer. You have to get paid everything that you earned, salary, vacation pay, commission, bonuses, whatever it is. Your severance is completely opposite or, or, or completely separate from that. And by the way, if you have an, an employer that's doing that, that's trying to avoid paying money that it's owing to you, what are the chances that the severance offer is actually good? Uh, right. probably slim to none, probably no chance of it being good. So no, you cannot accept it. So I understand you have to live. So get me involved immediately. A note from me, see how quickly you get paid those commissions. Mm -hmm. You're going to get paid them so quickly that uh, your, your head's going to spin. Illegal, don't fall for that pressure tactic, for that extortion. It's illegal. You will get what you're owed, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Let's get uh, John online as promised. John, thanks for taking the time to call in. How are you tonight? Good. How are you guys? Good, sir. What's on your mind? Um, so I was let go last Thursday, 
and my termination date was as of last Thursday. Um, and they gave me until tomorrow to sign uh, the severance papers, which gave me two weeks severance uh, after being there for four years almost. Um, if I don't respond by tomorrow, do I lose out or what should I do? I'm not, so, I'm not prepared to respond. So, John, you've been there for four years, you said. What kind of a job, yeah. what were you doing, and how old are you, John? I'm 53, and it was a manager of an admissions department, so middle management. So Man. you're easily, John, owed six months severance, potentially as much as eight months. And I said months, of course, not weeks. So the offer that they gave you is a joke. It's illegal. Mm. It's it's frankly, it's ridiculous. You, you said two weeks. So... Yeah. What happens tomorrow if you don't sign is absolutely nothing. Look at it this okay. way. If I owe you $100 and I say I'm only going to pay you $10, but you have to accept this by tomorrow, you would say, no, forget about your deadline, Lior, because you owe me 100 bucks. Well, it's the same thing here. They owe you seven or six or eight months, and they're offering you two weeks. So, no, you're not going to accept that. What you need to do is you need to call me off air, call me in the office. I'll help you get the eight months that they owe you. It's not going to take long. It's not going to be hard. Absolutely nothing happens if you don't sign tomorrow. In fact, you have two years to resolve this issue before your legal rights expire. So I'm extremely happy that you called today, and I'm extremely happy you're not planning on signing this, it would be an absolute shame to give up on months and months of severance that you are legally owed. Okay. So should I send them a note saying I'm still reviewing it just by the deadline, or is saying nothing okay as well? Saying nothing is absolutely fine. If you feel like being extra polite and saying, hey, I'll, I'm, I'm reviewing it, I'll get back to you in a few days, you can absolutely do that, but you're not required to. Saying nothing is perfectly fine as well. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you for your uh, your time, John. That number, by the way, to reach out, which you're going to do next, one 821 5900 Mike, you're up next, pal. How are you? Uh, well, today in my work, uh, they told us that we're going to be shutting down our plants, and they're going to be moving us into another plant, which is just down the road, but it's a union shop, and right now we're not union. I've been there uh, 25 years. Um, I have straight days right now, and uh, it's going to be going to Continental Shift. So I just wanted to know, uh, do they have to offer me a severance package? So you have two options here, Mike. You, option number one is you can accept what they're doing and continue working under the new terms uh, at the new plant. That's option one. Option number two is you can treat this situation as a constructive dismissal. You can treat it as a termination, and require them to pay you severance. And after 25 years, you could absolutely be owed two years severance. So you can make that decision. If you decide to, to continue working, then you do that. You don't need my help. If you want to say constructive dismissal, not doing this, I want my severance, you need to give me a call in the office, and I'll help you do that because we need to do this correctly. You don't just walk in and say, pay me my severance. Right. To, there's a process we have to go through to do that. So you can make that decision, but you have to make that now. If you accept the role and continue working, you're not going to be able to go back no, and change I, I your mind. That's so right. you have I to make that decision now. Yeah, I definitely don't want to take uh, the new job or the, the new terms. So you know what to do. We'll give you that contact information right now for me at the office. We'll give you the phone number and the email address. Give me a call or send me an email. Let's connect, and I'll make sure you get that severance. 
Okay, great. Thanks, Mikey. Appreciate that. And again, that number, as Lior said, one 821 5900 Also, the option of help at employmentlawyer.ca. Jeffy, you're next up, pal. How are you? How about yourself? Having a good night. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Um, currently, I'm a union employee right now. A company is on strike, and I'd like to uh, know what the legal, legal ramifications are for crossing a picket line and uh, going back to work. Uh, there aren't really uh, any ramifications other than some of the uh, the union uh, heads there may uh, be upset with you and down the road if you need their help, even though they're not supposed to, maybe they're not going to be as eager to help you, uh, you know, whether it's a grievance or another issue, but you can make that decision. It may make you unpopular with your coworkers and with the union members, but from a legal standpoint, yes, you can do that if that's what you choose to do. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jeffy. Appreciate that. Let's uh, take a break and get into an email here. Uh, Cheryl's up next says, Lior, over a period of a few months, felt my employer was taking advantage of me. I was called into work weekends. I was made to stay very late, and I was also required to change vacation plans. I was not paid anything extra. It got to the point that I couldn't take it anymore and quit. Is there something that I can do now? You know, yeah, there is. And I've seen that situation before where you're just being taken advantage of. As she said that, you know, you're you're being made to work longer. You've been had your job change. You're just, you know, you've been told to go above and beyond what you're required to do. And it's just not workable anymore. So you quit. Well, here's the thing. If you quit because of that, the law understands that you had a good reason so even though you are the one that quit, that could easily be a constructive dismissal. It's not really a resignation. It's a resignation for good reason. That means you can still get your severance. The law says it's as if the company terminated your employment. They made it so that you didn't really have a choice but to quit. And because of that, you can still get your severance. You want to act on this quickly. You don't want to sit on your rights. You don't want to wait too long. So you want to connect with me as soon as possible to get me to help you. And this is a very important reminder to everyone out there that if you're put in a situation where your work, uh, you, you know, your, your work uh, situation, your work day has become unbearable, too difficult, not what you signed up for, that could be a constructive dismissal. That may entitle you to leave and get severance. Now, what I don't want you to do, ideally, is I don't want you to quit and then call me for help. Right. Before you quit. If, if I have it my way, I want you to call me before you quit. We want to do this properly. I want to even help you prepare a proper uh, resignation letter that makes it clear that you're not just quitting because you're quitting because of what's happening. But yes, if that's something that sounds familiar, if your boss is doing something that you just can't continue working anymore, that could absolutely be a constructive dismissal. Moving down to Stevens at Guys, I was given notice of termination in February. Uh, since then, my employer has extended the notice twice. Right now, my last day of work is at the end of this month, apparently. Do I get severance? Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting. I, I've dealt with this as well, including a case that's going on right now. So what happens is this. A company can give you notice of termination instead of paying you severance. So if, let's say you wrote six-month severance as an example. Instead of letting you go and paying you six-month severance, a company can let you go six months in advance or tell you in advance that they're letting you go in six months. They give you six months notice. But what happens if they say, well, we're going to let you go in a month. Month comes, no, no, we're extending it. It's going to be next month. No, no, they're extending it again. It's going to be the month after that. Well, once they do that a couple of times, you're going to say, wait a second, 
I don't really necessarily believe that I'm being terminated. You may extend it again. So that notice becomes ineffective because you're not really going to believe that you're being let go. You can think, well, they're probably going to extend it again and again, and God knows how long I'm going to be there. So in this case, because the employer kept extending the end date, kept pushing it back, it's as if they never gave notice. Therefore, when this person is finally let go, they're going to be owed their full severance. So reminder there that if your employer gives you notice, you're going to be done on this day, they extend it, they extend it. It's as if they never gave you notice, which means they now have to pay severance when you are done. If you're in that situation, please call me right away. Uh, Nancy's up next on the email. Uh, again, it is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Anytime you want to uh, to reach out, not just during the show. It says, guys, I've, uh, I've had to miss work on several occasions because of a medical issue that I'm dealing with. My boss told me that if I miss more work, well, I shouldn't bother coming back. Can he do that? Why, why do employers do this, Johnny? I, I don't no. get it. Seriously. I mean, what what does the employer want her to do? Well, maybe just take more vitamin C and then you won't be sick. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, right. it's ridiculous, right? It doesn't work that way. You're not sick because you want to be sick. You're, you don't have a medical condition because you feel like it. So it's completely, first of all, it's illogical, but it's also illegal to threaten an employee into not being sick. It doesn't work that way. Maybe if I threaten you, you'll be healthy. So no, it doesn't work that way. You can't be told not to be sick. You can't be told that you're going to be punished if you are. If you need time off work for medical reasons, you need a doctor's note. Whether you're going to be gone for a week or a year, you need that doctor's note. Whether it happens often or rarely does not matter. Your employer cannot do anything to you in that situation other than to give you the time that your doctor says that you need. And if your employer if your employer does anything to you other than listen to your doctor, you give me a call. If I remind them of their obligations, they'll back off and, and they'll they'll behave themselves. So no, completely silly, ridiculous, and illegal to tell you that you're gonna be punished if you're sick again. Elaine up next to a good email says, Guys, I quit my job because my employer owed me four thousand dollars in overtime and vacation pay and he refused to pay. I asked for payment many times, and he always promised that he would pay, but he never did. Is there something I can do to get that money now? Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, if you're owed overtime or vacation pay or holiday pay, your employer has to pay it. I can help you with that. Even the Ministry of Labor can help you with that because you, you have to get it paid. But there's something else here that immediately struck me, and that is if she quit because she just wasn't getting paid the money that she's owed, it's like we said before, she's quitting for good reason. Mm-hmm. She's quitting because her employer is not doing what it's legally required to do. Well, what do we call this? We call this constructive dismissal. She's quitting because her employer owes her money, her employer refuses to pay. Why should she continue working when her employer won't pay her what it owes her? So that means not only can she get back her $4,000 or whatever it is that she's owed, she can also get severance. And, and I don't know how long she's worked there, but that could be months and months worth of pay that she can get. Well, important reminder, same with you at home. If you're owed money, you're not getting paid, maybe it's overtime, maybe it's vacation pay, holiday pay, commissions, bonuses, there's money that's legally owed to you. And you didn't get paid, your employer refuses, they dispute it, they just don't want to pay it. That alone could be grounds for constructive dismissal. That alone can mean that potentially you can leave and get severance, plus the money, of course, that you're owed. If you're in that situation, again, before you leave, before you hand in that letter of resignation, I want you to call me. 
Also, a good time to remind people, I guess, Lior, to uh, you know document all your overtime, you know, in a, in a book or an Excel file, whatever. If it ever comes down the pipe that they challenge you, hey guys, I got it written all down here what I worked, right? You know what, John? That's such excellent advice because that is so very powerful. If you have a, a log. Uh, a day book, whatever you want to call it, that you write down, you know, I work from 9 to 6.30 today, and, and, and whatever those hours are, that is worth its weight in gold, okay? Mm-hmm. It's so powerful to have that. It's going to be taken as fact. So if you're uh, not getting paid what you're owed, document it. Don't count on the company to do it. You keep record of that, and you'll be glad that you did. That's going to make it so much easier to get you what you are owed. Let's finish off with Fred's email. It says, guys, I got in an argument uh, with my boss, fired on the spot, no compensation. Uh, I've always been a good employee and have worked for the company for five years. Can I get my job back? You know, I get something or questions like that often. Can I get my job back? And the answer usually is no. The law does not have really a mechanism to make the company take you back, even if they didn't have a good reason to let you go. What the law can do is make sure that they order the company to pay money, to pay you severance. So in Fred's case, maybe he did something wrong, maybe he flew off the handle, maybe even said a few things he shouldn't have said. That does not mean he can be let go without severance. He would have had to do something awful to allow the company to let him go without severance. So yes, he can get severance, and that could be you know five years, it could be six, seven, even ten months of pay. Not your job back in most cases, but that severance can be quite a lot of money. And with that, we will wrap it up for another evening. Thank you so much for the phone calls and emails. You're awesome. Keep them coming now. The show is done. Lior is a team who gets to them, answers them, and gets back to you and helps you as well. 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And that website, always use it first, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca as well. We'll catch you tomorrow night, 630, right here on the Employment Law Show. Enjoy your night.